Welcome to Weaving In and Out with me, Tamor Lay. Episode 3 features an interview with Kay's legend, Andre McCollin, scorer of 77 goals in 147 appearances, and he was kind enough to chat about some of his favourite moments in a red and white shirt and reveal the truth about the infamous Ronaldinho flip-flap of September 2014. Andre made his debut for Kays in a friendly against Tottenham Hotspur in the summer of 2012, scoring in a 2-1 defeat. In October 1965, Kays also lost 2-1 to Spurs at home in a London Challenge Cup second round replay, having the week before secured a shock 1-1 draw at White Hart Lane in the original tie. That match in North London against renowned first division opponents was marked by Kays fans engaging in a new practice, throwing toilet roll onto the pitch. I'm reliably informed that this was the very first time in the club's history. It would prove not to be the last. While to this day, torn up strips of newspaper traditionally welcome players onto the pitch for big cup games, creating a ticker tape parade effect behind the goals, much to the annoyance of certain groundsmen, toilet roll has a less simple celebratory function, invariably employed as a mark of disrespect at an away ground in the manner of what American pranksters call teepeeing. My own first experience of this particular case art form came on the 3rd of December 2013. It was a Surrey Senior Cup second round tie at Gander Green Lane. Kays fans lobbed multiple loo rolls onto Sutton United's new 3G surface, where the plastic bristles pleasingly trapped the soft tissue paper for the entirety of the game. Sutton fans condemned the antics as embarrassing and typical Kays, ignoring the conduct of Sutton assistant coach Wayne Shaw, who used the pre-match warm-up to jump into the terrace and headbutt someone which was, amazingly, not the most embarrassing conduct of his career, as a live TV pie-eating scandal would later testify. A video of Josh Casey's winner shows at least three unfurled toilet rolls running down the touchline. Here's the goal. The opening sounds are of the Sutton keeper making a shaky pass out from the back before Kays win the second ball and Casey advances on goal. Monday the 18th of October 1965 at White Hart Lane had thus somehow seeped into cultural memory and re-emerged 50 years later at Sutton. One fan recalls that until that game in 1965 we had always used the rolls from the bus ticket machines which somehow someone seemed to have a ready supply. But toilet rolls took the case into a whole new category. It even made the Surrey Comet. Incidentally, in the previous round, Amateur Kays had sensationally beaten a Fulham side featuring Rodney Marsh, and yet Spurs fans seemingly didn't want to take the game seriously. The crowd was recorded as just 2,749, Ray Monk equalising for the Kays to drag Spurs to Richmond Road for the replay. A couple of years later, in March 1967, the toilet paper was out in force again, this time for a Surrey Senior Cup semi-final at Farnham Town. But it was more than stray toilet roll invading the pitch. Kays fans also made it onto the playing area, and some daring supporters were even sitting on a crossbar by the close. Soldiers from the local Aldershot barracks seemed to have taken exception to the rolling insults, 
and there was quite a lot of trouble between the two sets of supporters, according to 1K's veteran, something the Comet report only indirectly references when mentioning that the Farnham Cop, occupying a grassy bank, were ultimately only silenced by Johnny McCormack scoring a brace of headers to seal a 3-1 win. This was also a match notable for being the last time Kays played against a goalkeeper wearing spectacles. John's story was pictured in the local press that same week in his favoured matchday kit of jungle hat, glasses and gloves. But our next toilet roll scandal came on the 4th of March 1989. A steward at Grey's Athletic became incensed when attempting to clear up loo paper thrown into the goal mouth during a wild case celebration. He swiftly found himself entangled with the net and the paper, trapped just yards from a mocking horde of K's away fans. This is all gleefully reported in issue number 7 of NHS, former K's fanzine. NHS stood for No Home Stadium, by the way, this being a period of ground sharing at Hampton before the move to King's Meadow. But back to Tottenham, and I began by asking Andre McCauley about memories of his debut in 2012. Tottenham Hotspur, right? We played them in 1965, yeah. we played them in 2000, and then that was your, I remember that was your debut, 20, 2012, do you remember that? Yeah, I remember that um, very clearly, because um, I think after that game, I think I fell out with one of your, one of your reporter guys, I can't remember his name, but he'd done a report on me, basically saying I was running to the stadium for the game of my life, and I remember I was quite upset by that. <laughs> oh no, you know, that, that was me. <laughs> I was it you? <laughs> oh. Remember, and then we and then we we had a chat and we made it up. <laughs> I thought it was the other guy. So hold no. on, no, no, it was the other guy. I had a chat with another guy. He was like a um, tall, kind of slim, kind of white guy. I thought it was him. That that's so me. You. I'm I'm still. <laughs> so you're the culprit, then, eh? <laughs> and then and <laughs> I remember that that game. I think John Bostock played and Les Ferdinand managed um, Spurs. You scored. Yeah. And I think we weren't quite sure at that stage if we were going to sign you. And then, and then you just had the most incredible period under Douse. Like everything seemed to click from the start. I mean, you'd always scored goals wherever you wherever you went. But that there was a period there. Was that kind of some of your happiest times in non-league? Um, I definitely say yeah. It's definitely my happiest times. Definitely, man. Working with Douse. Um... It's quite hard to understand at times, but I felt like he definitely got the best out of me, man. Like he, he believed in my ability. He pushed me, you know, he never gave up on me. Do you remember, um, I think it was the first game of the season I got sent off? Oh, yes. I think I headbutted someone or something like that. It was Sheehan, you know, like the, the long-time nemesis of Kingstonian, that, that defender who was the always winding guy. up our players. Yeah, he's a prat anyway, but um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so obviously after that, I remember when I got sent off that game, I was thinking, ah, oh, slipping or what we're done. You know what I mean? My first game, and then Dallas called me and said, listen, don't worry about it. You know, just try and keep away from all the um, negativity and things like that. And, um, yeah, he said, give me another chance. And then I kind of just pushed on from there, to be fair. And then, obviously, Martin Tyler as well. Absolute legend. He was like a mentor to me as well. And uh, have you heard about Dallas? He was he had he had uh, COVID nineteen pretty bad, but he's out now. Did and he? getting, yeah, and he's getting better. He was the front page of the Lonely Paper this week. He was, yeah, he's he's come out now, and he's he should be okay. Pretty scary. I didn't even hear about that, you know, if I'm honest with you. But I, I talked to Dallas probably about three months ago, 
I think he he, t- he texted me by accident. To be fair, well, someone else. And then we ended up having a little chat and that. But I'm gonna definitely when I get when I finish having a chat with you, I'm gonna drop him a message and see if he's alright because he's a good guy, man. Yeah, and actually, it's interesting that he's now he's managing at such a high level because people remember when he was at K's, you know, there would be people moaning in the main stand that Dallas didn't know tactics and that all that yeah. kind of stuff. But he's proven with what he's done since K's that he he he's more than capable of managing at high level and taking on better teams and other better managers. Yeah, definitely, he's proved that. And to be fair, I feel like I don't know the ins and outs with what happened at K's, but I feel like K's was too quick to let him go, especially after that season we we finished second. Yeah. Um, got in the playoffs and that, and then the following season he was gone, so I didn't really, I didn't really understand that one, if I'm honest with you, but... I still have nightmares about that playoff semi, I can't believe we didn't win that. Oh, man. Thorn Church. No, 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 I had a few chances that game as well. I swear, Mosky had a few chances as well. It's one of those things in football though, isn't it? How how remember we used to joke that that you and Messi you, that you were like a partnership who you know like those players who don't get on but they're brilliant together when they play is that was that true? You know what? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, you can be uh, honest now. It's 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 it's, cool. it's the lockdown. Gonna, there's no there's no football. There's nothing. <laughs> I'm gonna break this one down for you. Yeah? So basically, when Messi came, cool, no problem, fine, whatever. And then for some reason, yeah, whenever I've played with certain strikers, there's always been in competition with me. And for me, I'm not in competition with anyone in my team because we're a team. Mm. So I feel like he was in competition with me too much. It started to get a bit personal. Like he would do silly things. Like I remember there was a game we played lower stuff. He went round the keeper, but the keeper came out and the keeper was literally by the corner flag. <laughs> He's gone round him and then... I'm literally in the box waiting for a tap-in. I'm screaming at him. He's shot and the ball's gone wide. And then I mm. said to him, like, you're selfish. That's selfish. And then he was like, ah, oh, shut up. You're effing this and that. So then I was like, oh, okay. All right, cool. Obviously, you guys know I'm a bit hot-headed as it is already. <laughs> so I said, all right, cool. Which half to the game? Um, the the half-time whistle went. We went in the changing room and my head was just gone. Uh, I didn't even wait until after the game. Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but um, yeah, I planted one on him. <laughs> We'd heard that rumour. So yeah, yeah, was true. that away? So that was away. You're saying at Lowestoft or at home? At Lowestoft, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. But then you what? Yeah. The next game, you still played together, right? Yeah, because um, to be fair, do you know what? I was kind of upset with him as well because he was giving it. <laughs> so I thought, okay, you're giving it, so you must be able to give the other side as well. So when I've obviously hit him, he's basically like basically grasped me up because there was no one there it was just me and him there was no one else there and then Dallas was coming oh he just hit me duh, 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 duh. and then I remember Dallas was going to get rid of me after that as well he was going to get rid of me him and Martin had a good long chat with me and then me and Mossy had a little meeting and I said listen I ain't got an issue with the guy but you know we're from different backgrounds and there's some things that I don't really tolerate and the way he was talking to me I'm not really going to tolerate that because I don't talk to him like that. Do you know what I mean? So The problem, like the, the non-league dressing room, like so many different personalities and egos, to get the balance right and get a team spirit, it's difficult, right? It's not easy. It's very hard because, like I said, everyone's from different backgrounds. So everyone's got different upbringings, different values, different breaking points, etc. So, yeah, it's, it is quite testing. Who were your best mates at K's? 
Um, Aaron Good. Still trapped him now. That's my guy. Um, Harold. Oh, the Matty. Yeah, what a player. And he's done great, hasn't he, since? Yeah, I was speaking to him this morning as well. He's, he's, his work rate is second to none. That's why he will get to where he's going to get to because of his work rate. He, his desire is a second to none, man. He's a machine. Um, who else do I still speak to? Um, Dan Thompson. Oh, yeah, your mate's with Dan Thompson. Do you know what? As well, yeah, I don't understand why that guy didn't play much at Case because. For me, he's one of the best strikers I've played with in terms of like link up play, hold up play, like yeah. I mean it was another it was I think because Hayden's playing like four two three one and then he had Louis That's up what front. It is. And so that, that I think Dan Thompson was brought in to kind of cover Louis, but then it's tough when uh, you're not playing and you don't have any rhythm, so you couldn't really make an impact when Yeah. So I think it was just the system. If it was a four four two it might have been a different thing. But um, um I'm thinking who else I talked to you. Um, Dan Bennett sometimes. Oh yeah, Benno loves K's, doesn't he? We we love him. <laughs> yeah, Benno's a <laughs> he's a player to be fair, but he's he, he's funny. He makes me laugh. Yeah, you can guy. tell he's a bit of a he's a bit of a character. So you you you, you, have, you haven't tried to come back again, have you, Andre? No, not this time. No, 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 no. You've come back so many times. We've always loved you when you've come back. You came back under obviously you left for all the shot. Um, under yeah. um, so twenty fourteen, then you came back under Tommy, didn't you? Yeah, the following season. I yeah. think you scored nine in nine. There's some great memories from that time, actually. Remember that that photo I sent you of you running towards the side and yeah. you did a celebration with your hands yeah. in front of the in front of the fans. What What are some of your top K's memories? Uh, top K's memories, definitely the Grays game when I scored four. That one definitely memorable. Um, there was another game as well. East Forest. I remember this game very well because I was upset because the game before I got concussion. I think it was against Enfield, and the next game, obviously concussion, you got to take precautions. I think it's how many days have you got to wait? Now it's a week, isn't it? Something like that, anyway. But I felt fine, and then obviously I came to the game on Tuesday. Darcy's announced the team, and I'm on the bench. So obviously everyone knows when I'm on the bench, I'm not really the nicest person. <laughs> so obviously um, yeah he's brought me on now I think that last 20 minutes and I remember literally my first touch of the ball I think Dan Swing headed it down to me I, vol- I bopped it up and then volleyed it top bins and I remember just pointing at Darcy saying what are you saying now? <laughs> <laughs> and you also you know, you know what you and Benno have in, in common well, whenever Benno scores he always comes and celebrates with the fans. And you were also famous for doing that. Yeah, because you lot gave me life. Do you know what I mean? Like, you lot just, uh, Without you guys, I don't think I would have had a lot of the performances I had. Because when you lot used to sing my name and that, it used to just get me so geared up. Like, like it genuinely helped? Yeah, it did. Believe it or not, it actually did. Especially home games. I knew that you guys would be behind, not just me, but the team. And it helps. It does help, man. Definitely. One memory I have of you is it was non-league day 2014. Yeah. And I'd, I'd, I'd be interested to know if you remember doing this because it didn't lead to a goal, but um, it, it kind of dominated the <laughs> match. Flat. Yes, oh, you remember it. <laughs> I was going to get to that as well, memorable moments. Because <laughs> I'll read out what was in the Surrey Comet. I could, and I know because I wrote it. <laughs> 
It says, McCollin stopped dead, flicked the ball up twice in quick succession using lace and instep before reversing the ball over the defender's head in a perfect curve, still bringing it back under his control to deliver a cross. It was a Ronaldinho flip-flap combined with an air elastico and a rainbow kick. Is that your memory of it? Boy, all I remember (laughs) is watching clips of Ronaldinho and trying to master this flip-flap skill. And obviously, you guys have seen me play for a few seasons. I'm not really... I've got skills, but I don't really see the point in doing it if I can just knock it past you and beat you. I don't... You know, it's a waste of my energy. But I remember specifically that game, I remember the defender just stood me up and I was like, ah, right, cool, I'm going to try this. And it, if I'm going to be honest with you, it wasn't even supposed to go over his head. It's supposed to go like to the side of him. Oh, which, Andre, don't ruin the legend. <laughs> I'm just being honest. <laughs> <laughs> and it went over his head. Do you know what's funny as well? There's a guy, I can't even remember his name. I saw it the other day on um, Instagram. Someone sent it to me. He plays for, um, what are they called? Is it Official Dons? Oh. The Sunday team. The Southeast Dons. Yes, that's it. Southeast Dons. So literally, the guy has done as a clip. He's at goals and he's done exactly what I've done in the game. Literally. It went over the guy's head. Actually, there's some Case fans who watch that side. They've got some decent players. I think Yusuf Bamba turns out for them every now and then. Yeah, they got some. They got that. Clinical, very yeah. clinical. So you went, you ended up scoring seventy-seven goals for K's. I was always kind of sad you never made it to a hundred. Yeah. But you're. St- but you also came back December twenty seventeen. Yeah, it's sort of different, man. Just the, the the boys. Every week, there's a different player. Can't get no time to gel with everyone. It was just. Yeah. What did you make of Lee Dining? Because I mean, it just it just fell apart at the end. Um. Well, he's a he's a cool guy. But um, I don't know. I talked to him as well about this. I said to him, I feel like when I was there, you just you made too much signing. You know? mm. Like in order for a team to gel, you have to give it time. Like there was no time given. Like one game would have like, I don't know, starting 11 and then the next game, there'll be like three of that starting 11 playing and then a whole different new changing room of guys you've never seen before, never played with. So now you've got to learn their style of play and it's just, it wasn't ideal, man. Yeah. So what's your plan after lockdown? Are you going to, you're still playing, looking looking to carry on next season? Uh, I don't know, you know. I don't know, man. Since um, my last leg break, the one I had at Tombridge, it's, it's just gone a bit downhill, man. Is it that you've, in terms of, it's a, the pace has reduced or you're actually in pain when you're playing still? Um, I still feel like I'm fast. I'm probably not going to be as fast as I used to be because I'm older. But there's a bit of pain sometimes. Like Sometimes I've got like a slight limp. Because so, I've got metal in my leg now, isn't it? So... Wow, okay. Yeah, got a metal plate in my leg and a screw in my ankle. So, yeah. I can feel it, put it that way. I don't feel the same, and since then I haven't been the same. Mm. And it must so. be frustrating, because you know how good you can be. <laughs> yeah, it is as well, because there's, there's a few games when I've actually, yeah, got back to my old self, and then the next game, it's like, nah, <laughs> it's back to square one again. So. Alright, and what, finally, have you got a message for... K's fans waiting for the love. new season under lockdown. Bored, uh, frustrated. Fans, love you guys always. You're the best. Um, 
yeah, man, nothing but love for kids. You know, got a lot of history with them, got a love for them, and yeah, man, wish you the best in the future. All right. Thanks a lot, Andre. Brilliant to talk to you. Yeah. All right, mate. Take it easy. Take care. Bye. All right, see you later.